Would you please remain standing as we turn to the 23rd chapter of Luke, as we read verses 44 through 49. It was now about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour, while the sun's light failed, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, calling out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. And when the centurion saw what had taken place, he praised God, saying, Certainly this man was innocent. And all the crowds that had assembled for this spectacle, when they saw what had taken place, returned home, beating their breasts. And all his acquaintances and the women who had followed him from Galilee stood at a distance, watching these things. You may be seated. In that last song that we sang, it talks about, obviously, the death of our Savior. But it talks about the love that He showed. It says, O love of God, O sin of man, in this dread act your strength is is tried, and victory remains with love. Jesus, our Lord, is crucified. Over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about the love of Christ through His suffering and now tonight in His death. Love is hard. Love is not easy. Anyone who has ever loved anyone or anything knows that love is hard. In fact, as the title of this sermon is tonight, Love hurts. Love hurts. And the reason that love hurts is because to love is to sacrifice. To love is to sacrifice. Because love is never about you. Love's focus is always outward. It's away from yourself. It's to other things and to other people. In 1 Corinthians 13, 4-7, the Bible tells us what love is. Where Paul writes, Love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. If this is love, then love is sacrifice. Patience is sacrificing countless hours and an enormous amount of energy as a parent to raise children from infants to toddlers to adolescents and beyond. 
kindness is mentoring teenage girls, sacrificing your time and your good for theirs. Love is a church member that comes over and lets you cry on their shoulder. Love doesn't desire for oneself. Love doesn't promote oneself at the expense of others. Love doesn't think of them itself highly, and love does not treat each other poorly. Love wants the best for others and isn't upset when it doesn't get its way. Love hates injustice but rejoices with the truth. Love is the soldier who falls on the grenade to save his comrades. Love is the spouses that remain together through the good times and through the hard times, for richer, for poorer, in sickness and in health, till death do us part. If that is love, then love is hard because love is all about sacrifice. The death of Christ that we celebrate tonight is all about His love. As Romans 5 verse 8 tells us, But God shows His love for us in this, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. This is the love of God. John 3.16, for God so loved the world, for God so loved the world, that He gave, He gave His one and only Son, that those who believed in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. This is love. So as you heard the words of this account from Luke of Jesus' death, Notice how often that Jesus turns his attention outward to other people as he makes the walk to Golgotha. He encounters these women who are weeping. And he says to them, daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me. Instead, weep for yourselves. On the cross, as he is being nailed, He says, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. He heard the jeers, the mocking, the ridicule from the cross, and he chose not to open his mouth. And in the ultimate act of love, as he was dying, as he was breathing his last, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. At no point in this does Jesus turn the attention to himself. Everything faced outward because every act of Christ was an act of love. And as we experience the raw emotion and the gravity of the cross, the beatings, the mockings, the injustice of it all, the pain and the suffering that Christ goes through, the wrath of God that is being poured out on him, As we experience this emotion of the passion of Christ, we see clearly that Jesus did it out of love. The suffering and the death of Christ is hard to imagine. And when we really let it sink in, it brings tears to our eyes. But as we weep, we do not weep for sadness. 
Instead, we weep out of gratitude. When someone does something so incredible, so unbelievable, there is nothing that we can do except to cry out, thank you. We don't need to feel pity for Jesus, sorry for what he went through. Instead, we just need to say, thank you. So let us thank Jesus tonight for his love. His love that was patient. Patient with us who were poor and needy sinners. Let us give thanks to Jesus for his love that was kind. And his kindness to us that he gave us what we do not deserve. Let us thank Jesus for his love that did not envy and it did not boast. He was neither arrogant nor was he rude. He did not respond in like manner to the cruelty and to the persecution that he felt from those surrounding him on the cross. Instead, he remained silent. Let us thank Jesus for the love that did not insist on its own way. For even in the garden, as you remember, he prayed, Father, not my will, but yours be done. Let us thank Jesus for the love that was not irritable or resentful. Instead, he prayed, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Let us thank Jesus for the love that did not rejoice at wrongdoing. Because this whole passion that he endured was wrongdoing. But instead, he rejoiced in this truth. That even in his suffering and in his death, he rejoiced knowing that he was doing the will of his Father in heaven. That sin was being paid for. That death was being conquered. Let us thank Jesus for the love that bore the sin of the world on his shoulders, even our sin. This love that believes all things, even in the love that his Father had for him. This love that hopes all things, even in the knowledge that his Father was going to raise him from the dead. And this love that endures all things, even the very wrath. Of God. We can imagine the sufferings that Jesus endured, the beatings, the mocking, and the ridicule. We cannot imagine the fact that he endured the wrath of his Father in heaven. But in this is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he has loved us. And that He sent His Son to be the propitiation of our sins. In other words, we have what the words of the song that we sang earlier, Jesus, thank you. Uh, we have those things that instead of being His enemy, we now are invited to His table. Because we are, we are His sons and we are His daughters through the death of His Son, Jesus Christ. In other words, because of God's great love, He sent His Son to die for us that we might be restored into a right relationship with Him. And for this great love, we simply say to Him, thank you. Thank you. 
Because we have been restored into right relationship with Him through Christ, we have the, the, the pleasure of celebrating a meal with Him. We have the pleasure of celebrating the Lord's Supper together this evening. This meal is a sign and a seal of the love of Christ that was poured out on us. Jesus displays how love faces outward as He says to His disciples that night nearly 2,000 years ago when He said, This is My body which is broken for you. And with the cup, He says, This cup is poured out for you. And it is the new covenant in my blood. If we understand the love of Christ that was displayed on the cross and at this meal, we will do two things. We will confess our sins, knowing that they are covered by the broken body and the shed blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We will confess and we will believe. We will believe that Christ is the Lord and He is the only Savior of sinners. Because this this is the table of our Lord, if you have not confessed your sins and placed your faith in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we would ask that you would simply let the elements pass you by. I pray that you would take this time to contemplate on the love that God has for you. The love that was poured out on us through His Son, Jesus Christ the love that was poured out on us through the cross. If you are a child who has not yet made profession of faith, stand with your parents and I would ask that you would observe. That you would see the bread and the cup. That you would ask questions of your parents and have them tell you the story of the great love that God poured out on us through Jesus. But if you have placed your faith in Christ. If you trust in Him as your Lord and Savior, I invite you this evening to come. To come celebrate what Jesus celebrated with His disciples nearly 2,000 years ago. To celebrate the love of God through Jesus, our Lord and our Savior. So I invite you to come and to share this meal together. I pray that you would come with tears of gratitude for the great love that God has poured on on us, that Christ has displayed for us on the cross.